Hey guys, I'm Felissa Rose Angela from Sleepaway Camp, and you're listening to Throbbing with Horror. <laughs> This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? I'm a happy camper. Uh, How you doing? Oh, I'm a happy camper. I like the summer sun. (laughs) Sleepaway Camp 2 is so fun. Oh, this is a go-to, like, I don't know what to watch. I just want to watch a really cheesy, like, horrible but great slasher from the 80s. This one is, like, perfect. Dude, this whole July lineup is, like, perfect, like, summer horror, too. I'm really digging it. Oh, yeah, well, I was even thinking, like, it's been a long time since we did Sleepaway Camp. I was like, I really wanted to do two, and, you know, me and my stupid, like, head rules of, well, it's a summer camp movie, we have to do it in the summer. So I was like, yeah, we have to do it this month. The only exception I had to that is I like watching summer movies in, like, really cold winter, because I'm like, ah, uh, yes, summer. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I'll usually do like a whole Friday the 13th rewatch, like in the winter at some point, or at least watch a few of them. Yeah. But yeah, so we did Sleepaway Camp back in like the first 10 episodes somewhere. It was an early one. We haven't touched back on it until now. This one's a lot different, but I think it still feels like the same. I, I sound so stupid. Like I say, the same, but different. Yeah that yeah well it definitely has that same feeling still to it kind of that the first one did of like the over the topness of everything just with this one it's not like i'll fucking kill you you motherfucker like her cousin or uh it's not guys and little shorty shorts if that's replaced with tits and like excessive sex yeah, a lot of it. And I think they're doing it on purpose this time, where I'm pretty sure they weren't in the first one. Yeah, this one definitely seems like it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek thing, especially, like, you kind of get the gag of the serial killers in the middle I know we'll get to. Yeah, definitely. Like, they they kind of went meta at some points and had some, like, definitely, like, cheesy one-liners and stuff <laughs> that... The humor of the first one, I'm pretty sure, was all accidental. And I, I love that movie. But this one, I feel like they leaned into it. Yeah, and then even with the third one, they leaned into it even more, which... The third one, I don't like as much as one and two, but it's still one of the ones if, like, I get done watching two and I'm still in that mood, and I was like, I want another one. I'll put on three. <laughs> well, three pairs with two so well, because they were literally shot back-to-back. Yeah. Like, it was one big shoot for two and three. I believe the same camp as well. I don't think it was the same place, actually. Okay. I'm, I I'm not positive on that, though. Yeah, I'm not 100% Because when I was looking sure, up filming but... locations, I found the Sleepaway Camp, and movies listed there was just Sleepaway Camp, but maybe they just didn't put two and three. Oh, because I think there was, like, cavity colors, or, like, one of those, like, horror t-shirt people that are online went to the Sleepaway Camp 2 camp, and, like, someone spray-painted, like, oh, okay. Angela's back on the wall. Like, you saw the pool, and it's, like, completely grown over. Like, the how like the houses and stuff are, like, half demolished, but it's like, we're there! It's like, I want to oh, go there! Awesome. <laughs> so, Angela is now going by the name of Angela Johnson, not Angela Baker. And she is this time played by Pamela Springsteen. Let's just get this out of the way. 
Yes, she is Bruce Springsteen's sister. The superior Springsteen in my book. Oh yeah, I'm not going to argue that. It she kept that hidden from all the cast. Like no one knew she was Bruce Springsteen's sister until later. When it's not even like the sometimes siblings like look a lot alike. I don't think they really look alike. Why well, I'd hope not. Bruce Springsteen has that big like almost <laughs> Ash Williams chin and everything to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be frightening, like Bruce Springsteen in a wig. <laughs> but should we, should we jump into this thing? Yeah, let's go. All right, Sleepaway Camp Two, Unhappy Campers. I don't have the year for some reason. Why don't I have the year? Uh, nineteen eighty-eight. Thank you. Directed by Michael Simpson, the writer and like owner from the original, sold the franchise off to him. He just wasn't interested in doing any for the moment. He was in law school, I think, at the time, and he did return for Return to Sleepaway Camp. But two and three, and if you want to count four as a movie, are all. Not the original. I count four. It's fun. It's just a, a greatest hits compilation. Yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, you had me uh watch it like a couple months ago. I borrowed it from me, and I even love the one guy in the shorts. No, no, that's back. Return to Sleepaway yeah. Camp. No, I was talking about four. Yeah, I thought that was four. No, that's Return to Sleepaway Camp. There's a four. That's why I said. I think it's like. Let me check here real quick to make sure I'm not being I don't stupid. think there's a four. Sleepaway Camp 4, The Survivor, from 1992. Oh, I didn't even... Why have I never heard about this? One hour and ten minutes, not rated. It, from what I know, it's just literally like barely any new footage. It's oh. basically just stuff from the first three. Oh, so it's like Phantasm 4 of like, we have all this extra footage, let's make a movie out of it. Yeah, and it's not Pamela Springsteen back oh. either. From I'm looking at pictures now. Okay. So I've never seen four. That's what I meant. Like that's the difference between Return and Four. Return's technically five or reboot two. You know. Yeah, I had even I had no idea there was a four. Yeah. All right. So campers and counselors are sitting around a fire, telling the scary stories and stuff like that. They're at Camp Rolling Hills this time, not Camp Arawak. Yeah, and it's the classic, like, they're trying to scare each other. And it's like, my sister got a fried rat from KFC, and they're like, no, we've heard that myth before. <laughs> it's, that's like the classic, though. That's still, like, played on today. Like, what was it? I mean, not today, but, like, the terrible sequel to Anchorman, where they were, like, making bats for fried chicken and stuff. Yeah. Eventually, they get to the story of Camp Arawak, and... I can't remember the name, but it, everyone thought it was a girl who killed everyone, but it turned out it was a boy. What was her name? It's on the tip of my tongue, because they obviously don't remember, or else it would make the reveal not as impactful later on. And there's one girl there with the boys. Why are all of the characters' names in this named after famous 80s actors? Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah, this the girl who's with the boys is Phoebe Cates. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, not played by Phoebe Cates, that's her character's right. name. And, like, Emilio Estevez is a character, which his sister is in the movie, which makes it even funnier. And a bunch of others, like, if you look down the characters' names, they're all that. And the only one who's not is TC, which I think is Tom Cruise. <laughs> so it's, like, it's not even, like, how in, like, the Scream movies now, they're doing, like, oh, it's the so-and-so Carpenter family and whatnot. It's literally, like, let's just look at the credits of movies that are popular right now. Yeah, they just took names from famous actors. That's great. <laughs> But yeah, so Phoebe Cates is there with the boys, and she tells the Camp Arawak story. And this is just our exposition for what happened to Angela from the last one. The doctors gave her a sex change at the psych ward, and our tax dollars paid for it. 
the one boy Sean's dad was the cop who arrested her, allegedly. It's so funny how he gets mad about that. He's like, you know, her parents' tax dollars paid for it. It's like, it's not your money. Why do you give a shit? Yeah, chill out, dude. Yeah. And then you have Angela appear behind her at the fire with the flashlight. She comes to get Phoebe. And she's so fucking mad. Phoebe's literally just sitting there with the boys talking. She's not doing anything. Oh, she might as well have, like, all holes plugged at once, is what Angela's thinking. Like, there's no difference. Dude, so I want to get into Angela in this one. Like, so when we last saw Angela, she was standing on the beach holding a severed head with no clothes on and hissing. Yes. If you remember. So that happened at camp. And now she's assumed a new identity. Well, kind of. And returned to camp. And does she just love camp so much that she doesn't want anything to spoil it or in, like, none of this bad kid behavior? What's the deal? Like, is it some weird psych thing? Like, her idea of, like, camping and having fun is literally, like, all you do is arts and crafts, then you go swim, then you, like, go into the woods and uh, tent camp and sit around a fire, but you better not tell stories that are too scary because then you're also bad. Yeah, it's, it's... An odd, like, thing. Because she really goes full Jason here. You know what I mean? Like, the the quote-unquote sinner kids get it, you know? Oh, and even if as much as, like, that girl sleeps naked, that one smokes pot. Like, it's like, oh yeah, you deserve to die immediately. How dare you want to hang out with the boys? Exactly, but she's walking her back. Come on, Phoebe, let's go. You don't deserve to be at camp. I should send you home. Look, she's not a bad actor, but Pamela Springsteen's delivery of lines is so unique and 100% her own. You know what I mean? It's just, like, so matter-of-fact. <laughs> yeah, it's not like she's reading the script bad or has no emotion. That's all there. But the way she says it can only be her. You know what I mean? Well, it's this weird, like, I, and I've definitely known people like this, like, growing up, of, it's that, like, extremely chipper, like, attitude, but then they also look down on you at, like, every little thing. But if they happen to do something bad, it's super funny and okay. Yeah. that's That makes sense. That lines up here. But... Phoebe, like, goes away from Angela, but then gets lost in the woods. <laughs> Angela appears behind a tree with a log, smacks her with it, and instant, like, appear of blood spot on the side of the head. She falls over. Then she cuts out her tongue. Because it's like, oh, you're telling dirty stories. This is what dirty girls get. It's also, she, like, Angela and her are walking through the woods together. Like, scene cut to, now she's just alone and afraid. Of just like, Angela? Oh no! What's going on? And then, like you said, it's like the she gets hit in the head with a log. And she grabs the wrong spot in her head. Like, the blood's coming from, like, the middle. I she's know. grabbing the wrong <laughs> spot. <laughs> they have a trouble with that a couple times in this movie that I noticed. Like, things happen here, but then you see the injury over here. That happens a few times. Also, a lot of that, you know when, like, you're doing you're filming something like the classic like luke skywalker kick from return of the jedi where he doesn't get anywhere near the person there's that and you go full force and there's also the one where you go half speed and actually hit the person but usually they will edit it in a way to kind of hide it this one they don't do that it's literally like bunk and then now they're dead But she cuts out a tongue, and then we get our title card and opening oh. credits. Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. Here we fucking go. <laughs> we get, like, an awesome, like, 80s guitar. Like, just generic 80s, like, thrash guitar. <laughs> I love it. 
In the morning, she's at her cabin. She's the counselor. She wakes her campers up, and she says, I had to send Phoebe home. She was fornicating with the boys. And I also want to now bring up real quick, how old are these campers supposed to be? Are they 20-something-year-old campers that have to listen to these people, or are they supposed to be teenagers? And if it's that, it's creepy. I know, because the counselors barely look older than them. Granted, you can tell they're slightly older, you know what I mean, than the campers, yeah. but not by much. But some of the kids, though, actually were teenagers, which will come up later. Like, yeah. There's some, like... Because there was rules like teenagers couldn't be in scenes physically of graphic violence and sex scenes and stuff like that. And there were some actors who had to swap out for doubles or not be in certain shots and everything because they were teens. So I guess they just look old. Some of those them, ones. Some of the kids look like they would be at camp, like their parents sent them away for the summer to get some peace and quiet. Some of them look like they just got off their nine to five job and they're rolling into camp. Like the one guy, he like later he has his shirt off and it's just like hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was a hairy teenager, so I get it. But it's, it's, he's also like six five, but he's like, yeah, I'm 14. <laughs> <laughs> she tells the one girl, not Mare, who's our terrible girl in this one? Oh, I forget. Is it Allie? I don't know, but the. <laughs> Yeah, Allie. She tells her, um, you need to start using a night a nightgown. Nice girls don't have to show it off. Yeah, uh, she even does the thing of like, we all think you have very nice breasts, but <laughs> Yeah, like she's not having this. And she goes and talks to the camp owner, Uncle John. I like Uncle John. He's a much better owner than the Owner in the last movie. Oh, much better. The last one was just in it for like, he seemed like a mobster that came out of New York City. He was like, ah, no way to make a few bucks in this camp. This guy at least <laughs> seems to be like, oh no, I'm like, this is a legit happy camper. Yes, he's a very happy camper. And we get the line, there's still a lot of good kids. You just have to weed out the bad ones. Yeah, and he also brings up something about, like, oh, I had to send so-and-so home. And he's like, well, don't do that until you talk to me. And she's like, oh, what, like I'm doing right now? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. But it's also, it comes back later. He's like, I told you not to send people home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut to breakfast, everyone in, like, the breakfast hall area. They're all talking. Most of the girls can't stand Angela. But our final girl, Molly, says she's not that bad, but no one else likes her. Yeah. We also get introduced to, like, more of our cast of characters that we get during this movie, including the Shit Sisters, who their big thing is, they're high! I love the Shit Sisters. They call them the Stoner Shit Sisters. Yes, I love these two. Oh my god, it's just the so stereotypical, like, they're just doing, like, the joint hand signs all the time, and they're like, <laughs> and, like, their hair's all fucked up. They're straight up like Beavis and Butthead burnout. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. every time they're talking. And they're like the most. This is another thing of like, how old are they supposed to be? Are they like 15, 16, and they're just like constantly wasted? And also, where are you getting the booze? I knew kids like that, though, didn't you? When we were well, yeah. teenagers? Oh, I knew a kid in middle school that would take a Sharpie and color the inside of his nose so he could smell it all day. Oh my god, I just knew kids who were high all the time, which is wild looking back on it when they were like 15. Oh yeah, or they're like, do some like weird like high school drug, and then all of a sudden my like friend is like banging his head against the locker because he can't walk straight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Then Uncle John gets up. He's talking, okay, campers, we have to introduce our counselor of the week, Angela. Like, she sent Phoebe home and gets counselor of the week. Yeah, and it's all, it's like, if she wasn't so strict and hardcore, it seems like she would just be one of these counselors that's super stuck up. And like, how dare you, like, besmirch uh, the camp? <laughs> Yes, but, and then she's like, okay, it's time to sing a song. We're going to do the Happy Camper song. I need two volunteers. It's uh, Molly and Allie, our final girl and her rival, are the two volunteers. And it's, oh, I'm a happy camper. Look, for having one of the world's most famous musicians as your brother, though, she does not know how to mimic playing a guitar. No, I wonder how much of that is like your brother's Bruce Springsteen. We want to get you with a guitar in this movie. Well, that's always what people say they like Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, I like the music of a sister better, and this is her only song. And I, she's also just super, like, cringy and whatnot of, like, don't forget the hand motions. And you have to do, it's like, and the rising sun, and you have to do, like, the big sun hand motion with your hands and everything. It's like, we're not six years old. Yeah. The shoot sisters <laughs> are making a bong under the table. Like... <laughs> Like, your eyes would roll so hard, they'd, like, come out of your head. Oh. Like, if you had to deal with this girl in real life. I'm just, I'm gonna kill myself before Angela can get to me. I'm just like, I want to go by the <laughs> lake and, like, grill. Afterwards, everyone's going off for their activities right outside of the, like, mess hall. And TC, who's our main guy counselor, asks Angela to get together later to discuss the Phoebe incident. Is he making a pass at her, or legitimately just wants to do that? I can't tell. I'm pretty sure TC and his excellent mullet is like, I like Angela, because he's like, why don't you come swimming with us? You can work on your tan and stuff like this. Like, he wants to get her in a bathing suit. Also, I'm not going to cut to it every time. There's these two little kids, <laughs> again, a weird age range of kids, who are constantly, like, peeping in the girls' windows and stuff. Yeah, because there was even the one great, uh, see, like, cut scene of, I think it was Allie standing there with her shirt off. She's like, who's going to see us? And it's literally cut to the two kids, like, the ones on the other one's shoulders with, like, a Polaroid camera. Like, gotcha! <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's, like, the only reason these two came to camp. Like, they're like... Do you want to go to camp? Yes. I need my Polaroid, though. That's like, when you go home, you're like, let me see the pictures you took at camp. And you're not going to have any regular pictures to show her. No, like, you have, like, one or two of the lake or something. And the rest of it, it's like, where'd the rest of the film go? And it's like, ah. <laughs> it's pool time. They all go there. Angela's walking through the woods and sees the two Shote sisters smoking in the woods. And they're singing a dirty version of the Happy Camper song. And this really pisses her off. She doesn't like people taking her music and making changes to her. I'm a happy camper, I like to smoke and fuck. <laughs> it's shit like that. <laughs> it's, I'm a happy camper, I like to smoke and fuck, and if you give me money on my titties, you can suck. <laughs> that's the, that's their version. But, like, they're all high singing, it's great, I love these two. They also, they're just camp, they're just, like, immediately set up in the middle of the woods. They're like, this is what we're doing today, we have our bottle of liquor, we have weed, and I don't even think they even have a boombox, they're just out there. Just laughing. Yeah. They're having a great time, though. The next day, Angela sees the sisters in the woods again, and the one's making out with a boy while the other one's just passed out there. Tells the boy, get out of here. And right as she does, the one who's making out with him passes out. Oh, it's like... Anytime Angela catches the girls and the boys doing something she doesn't like, she's like, get out of here to the boys. And the girls are like, how fucking dare you, you whore? Well, how's she supposed to say, I sent the boy home? 
and like when that's not her kids, you know what I mean? Like oh. that's harder for her to get her lies with. That makes to sense. Kill them and then come up with that excuse. Okay. The one sister wakes up on the grill being splashed with their liquor, like, sitting on a grill. By the way, do you notice how many joints she had? Because they're all spread out over her. She had, like, eight joints just on her at all times. She's covered in them. Yeah, but she wakes up screaming, getting doused with, I think it's vodka or something, and wakes up and sees her other sister's burnt, like, charcoal corpse, like, skeleton sitting right there. Yeah, she's laying on, like, this giant grill. Yeah, and... She's pouring more on her, she's lecturing her, and of course, it's just to get to the line, say no to drugs, as she lights her on fire, she screams and dies. Just a great 80s line. Oh, well, I mean, it was very topical at the time, you had Nancy Reagan and everything right before this. And they're also talking, like, AIDS comes up a few different times during this movie, too. Yeah, it's very of its time. Yeah. They're all at arts and crafts now, and the one girl just wants to go home. And complaining. It cuts to, like, it cuts away, and then it cuts to, like, it looks like blood covering this, like, girl's shoe and the upper leg. Then you look, and it looks like she's, like, spilled paint. And I guess that was enough to push her over the edge of just, like, I want to go home! (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea what's wrong with this girl, but she all of a sudden hates it here. Uh, She wants to go home, she leaves, and... Is that it? Like, yeah. does she just get to leave normally? Yeah, it's because Angela, like, has her arm around her, is walking her out. The girl keeps doing that, like, <laughs> like thing of, like, get away from me. And then she does. She, like, packs her car up, and her mom just drives her home. Oh, that's why she did it publicly, saying she wants to go home. Angela couldn't get her. Yeah, and it's, like, the luckiest girl. Like, imagine, like, looking in the paper, like, a few days later, and being like, oh, Jesus Christ, they killed the entire <laughs> camp. <laughs> yeah. The old, like, thank God, like, they're like, there's one unaccounted for because your name's still on the roster. You're like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> like, I'm never going anywhere near the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that night, Angela leaves the cabin when everyone's in for the night for a counselor meeting. And then we get the panty raid scene. <laughs> Which is just, once again, I guess, like, they didn't have anything else to do to, like, buy their time. Because, like, the panty raid thing is, like, such a staple of the 80s. Yeah, I mean, that was a camp culture, like, necessity back in the day. Look, my favorite thing about this, though, because the girl's like, shh, I hear something, I hear something, and all the boys run in, and, like, they start doing it. My favorite is the one guy, though, who's back by the door for a moment before he, like, gets into it and everything. He throws his arms into the air and is shaking with excitement (laughs) and stomping, like, Pity Raid! And he's... I rewound it just to see his performance, like, five times. I don't think he has, like, hardly any other lines in the movie, but holy shit, was it hilarious. It's so fucking great. It's so over the top. The girls are immediately, like, they're doing the thing of, like, oh, we hate it, but they're, like, totally into it and, like, playing a yeah, everyone's joking around, yeah. And Angela, of course, comes right back, and once again, it's like, all oh, the boys leave. And even, like, one of them goes running out of Angela's room with panties, and she's just like, huh, and, like, shuts the door. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I've had enough of this shit today. You guys don't know my past. If you knew who I was, you wouldn't be doing this stuff. You ever hear Camp Arawak? That's what she's thinking in her head. Oh, I can kill you so fucking good right now. <laughs> But then the girls are like, how do we get them back? Let's do a jockstrap raid. And it's like, I don't know of like, aren't jockstraps just for sports? Again, we've been over this and neither of us seem to know. Maybe it was a bigger thing back in the day. But it's like, 
that, I guess that's the only thing they can come up with is like, oh, let's go take their jock straps because I guess that's the guy equivalent of a panty raid. But then it cuts to the. I them. think it'll just guys wear underwear. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't it just be that? Oh, it did, but it's like it's all tidy whities and you look. It's like, oh, there's a stain in this one. It's all skid mark. <laughs> yeah, skid mark and like there's like a pee stain in the front and. The... <laughs> But they're all doing that, and they're having their raid. TC comes out of his little room, just looks, rolls his eyes, says, oh, get me when it's over, walks back in. You know, he's just letting them have their fun. He's acting like, like I would guess most of the counselors would, of like, okay, you fucking assholes, like, wrap it up in a minute, but have your fun. And the girls are also going around, they're like, waka, 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 with like the jock straps and like shaking them around and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But the one girl, Mare's flashing the boys, and then at that opportune moment, turns around, and that's right when Angela walked into the room, and she's not going to take kindly to this. Like, <gasps> tits! Angela's taking Mare home, obviously, right after. She offers her one last chance, and she says the line, I would rather die. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> what kind of kill do we get here, Brett? Oh, we got a drill kill. I thought you would be happy about that. Let's buzz. It, it cuts into like this huge song and dance number. Mayor's like, what the fuck's going on? The effect on this is actually pretty good. I like the splatter and everything. I also love how like nonchalant Angela is throughout like most of this movie. Uh, she's looking in the back seat and Mayor's like, what are you looking for? A gun? She's like, no, a drill. <laughs> uh, later the next day at more arts and crafts, the boys make this plan to scare Angela. And this is where this movie gets super meta. This is after the slasher boom. is It's kind of on its last legs, to be honest here. What do you say? This was 89? The 88. So this is like Friday the 13th. It's like coming out with part eight that kills the franchise for a few years. Like Freddy's been around for a couple years, but he's also about to just release Freddy's Dead, which is going to kill his franchise. Yeah, Halloween's into its bad sequels. Yeah, this is like the decline of like right about here, you know. They're also, I believe, they're doing the like creepy haunted house type thing of oh, you have a blindfold on and you put your hand in the bag of spaghetti and oh, it's intestines, and the Angela has her put the hand in like a box or a bag or something. It's like what's that? It's like dead teenagers' brains. Or they no, what is it for real? Dead teenager brains. Because it literally is. Yeah, it's just in there. <laughs> they come up with their plan. And that night, oh no, later that day, Angela's up at this abandoned cabin that she hangs out at. And Molly follows her there. And she's making small talk with her at first. She's like, what's in here? You can't get in. It's all boarded up. It just takes a face value. Okay, she doesn't try. She talks about Sean, the boy she likes. You know what? I actually like this couple. As far as, like, horror movies couples goes, they actually gave them enough development and everything. They seem realistic. I'm like, I can buy this as, like, a summer crush, like, building into relationship thing, these two. Yeah, because it's not like, oh, we're automatically gonna fuck in the woods. It's like them hanging out by the pool together and laughing and talking. They're getting to know each other. Yeah, it doesn't jump right into stereotype. Yeah, but she's like, but Allie likes them, too. And she's more experienced. And Angela, with the line you probably don't say... Which means she probably has a disease or two. What the fuck, Angela? <laughs> and even she's <laughs> taken aback by it. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, people can have sex. It doesn't like, it's not like, oh no, you had sex. Let's like roll the bingo like cage. Oh, you have chlamydia. Like, it's not <laughs> like you just pick what comes out every time. It is like, do you think she's just running around with a disease and just like, it's like, I don't care. And is still sleeping with everyone. 
I mean, that does happen, it does, so maybe. But, but those are, like, psychopaths that do that. Of, like, they, they're, like, a step away from being a serial <laughs> killer. Of, like, now you have AIDS. It's like, God damn it! I haven't gotten laid in five years. <laughs> now I have AIDS! Always disclose these things first, people. There, that's our PSA for the day. Yeah. She's real nice to Molly. She's being real, like, big sister-like to her. I think she likes this one. She has no intentions on killing her. Well, yeah, because she's like, good girls don't have to do everything. Like, I'm a virgin and I'm proud of it. Like, you be you kind of thing. Yeah, also we get some backstory here tying it to the original. Because she talks about, when I was a kid, I was super shy. I barely talked at all. If you've seen the first one, you know this is true. And she also talks about her aunt and things she used to say to her and everything. And that just made me wish, why couldn't we get her for like a quick cameo in this movie? Because I fucking love the aunt in the first movie. Ah, I tied a string around my finger. I must have forgotten something. I wonder what it was. (laughs) I forged your physicals, but don't tell anyone that. (laughs) Like, I love the aunt in the first one so much. And I love that what Felissa Rose has said before of like, I'd come back and do like a remake of Sleepaway Camp and play the aunt. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, she'd be perfect for it. Where's the next? Oh, this is where she catches our two peeping toms next after, looking at their pictures. What is that? Nothing. Let me see. And you just know on their face, like, there, there's no good option. Either we run away with the pictures yeah. and just throw them in water or something, or but we're caught here. And then she finds one of her, and then she's furious. Uncle John will hear about this. And the one kid's like, was Angela's picture in there? And the other one's like, yeah. It's like, oh, we're fucked. She goes outside, TC's there, he tells her, and, well, he looks at her and goes, nice tits. I'm glad pornography is funny to you. How dare you say that? <laughs> Which, does be, that might not be the best reaction to have when you're just like, these kids were taking pictures I didn't know about right then. But also, why is Angela like, I'm gonna show you the pictures? Why wouldn't she, you'd think she'd be like, there's just some really dirty pictures these boys took. And be like, hiding yeah. them. Not like, here, look! He was like, I'll talk to him. He's like, they should be sent home. They, Their family's been coming here for 15 years. Uncle John wouldn't have it. And so she's like, okay, well, I can't do anything to these ones right now. Okay, I'm going to have to, like, tie them to the cabin later. So this is the girls roughing at night, where they're not sleeping in the cabin. They're tent camping in the middle of the woods. And someone warned Angela. Oh, no, TC did after that. He's like, oh, by the way, I think there's a plan to scare you tonight. Be careful. And the boys are dressing up. One is Freddy, and the other one is Jason. Well, and this is, like, the first, probably, yeah, I would say the first time these two characters are on screen together. Yeah, aside from that, like, I don't know if there's ever, like, any video stuff from that big photo shoot thing with, like, Michael, Freddy, Jason, and Leatherface. Yeah. But, like, as far as in a movie, this probably it. And it's just so cheesy and funny, because it's, like, the wrong kind of hockey mask. The one guy looks like he glued ham to his face. Oh, definitely. Which I'm glad they didn't have, like, movie quality, like, masks and stuff just on the ready at camp, you know? And then, well, the one, like, loses his Freddy glove immediately and is, like, crawling around on the ground looking for it. The other one has a machete, and he, like, bumps into it. He's like, ah, don't break my machete! Yeah. <laughs> but he loses his glove, and he's looking around for it because they're in the woods about to scare Angela. He's like, I can't find it, I can't find it. Sees the glove sitting on the log, but there's a hand in that glove, it's Angela's. She reaches out and slits his throat. But here's the thing, this is one of those moments I was talking about, where when you see where she slashes him, and then where the claw marks appear on him, are not the same place. No, like, the special effects in this are like, who did this? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so that guy's dead. And then the other one didn't notice this happening. And then she's wearing a Leatherface costume and has a chainsaw. And the boy's like, oh, who are you or something? Like, he's very confused. He thinks he changed or something like that. And then she revs up the chainsaw and he's going to fight with the machete. You know what I love that they do here, Brett? Huh. Do you know the first place she gets the Jason boy with the chainsaw? In the leg? Yep, right on the thigh. Exactly like Leatherface at the end of the first one. Yes. But gets him there and then chops him up. He's dead. She goes back to fire. The girls see her like show up in the costume. They think it's the boys. But then they like tackle her. And she takes the mask off and she's laughing like, Oh, the girls like me. And I'm like, Angela? Oh, they can't scare me. And... Is she wearing a person's face as a mask? Like, it looks like it. And they're just all like, ha 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 ha. Like, the one rips the face off when you go like, oh, this is like wet. Yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to be a leather face mask or if it is someone's skin face. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. But, I mean, she has the material for a skin face probably easier than it is to buy a leather face mask. Later when she's in the cabin and the death cabin, the one camper does have a skinned face. Perfect. But she's like, Where's Allie? Uh, she went to the bathroom. She said she has cramps. Oh, does she now? And then it's Allie and I forget who the guy are, who the guy is, but they're undressing in the most unorganized, like, you're taking triple the amount of time it would take you if you just got naked really quick. They're, like, stumbling over each other. They're trying to take their shoes off. They're, like, drag each other into, like, the toilet, like, stall and, like, they're still, like, falling all over each other. It's almost like they don't want to actually get to the sex. Two things about this. Well, a couple things about this. If you're trying to be sneaky, maybe the bathroom with a screen door, you don't blare the music in the bathroom and have candles set up everywhere. That's one thing. Yeah. Another thing. Wh where are they in, Brett? Like, what kind of building is this? I don't know. It's a bathroom building. Exactly. Thank you. Why are there outhouses later? They have yeah. running water. Who's using the outhouse? Well, if you were the outhouse is by the old abandoned cabin. Oh, okay, that makes it gotcha. But it, thank you, you corrected that one. I forgot about the candles. Of it's like a, at first, it's almost set up romantic. Of there's a couple drinks, there's the candles, there's the boombox, and then it cuts to them just being like aggressively like get your shoes off. <laughs> The sex scene is so weird. One, nothing like too graphic is shown besides some boobs. But it's like, I'm like, how are they even like making contact right now? They're like dragging themselves like over into the stall and everything. I'm like, they're both at such weird angles. I'm like, what is touching and how is it doing it here? Yeah, because even at one point the guy gets down on his knees, but he's at like belly button level. It's like Tommy Wiseau fucking a belly button. He's like, oh, I'm going to lick your navel. Yeah, it's, it's the oddest scene in the world. But then they hear knocking at the door. It's Angela's like, Allie. She's like, oh, shit, shit. And then she starts getting dressed. She turns off the music and everything. She's like, what's going on? I have cramps. You had cramps last week. Uh, runs in my family or something like that. He's like, I got him again. Yeah, runs in my family. <laughs> Angela was going to kill her here, but she couldn't start the chainsaw. Yeah, which is hilarious that she's like, does it. And then she just gets mad, throws the chainsaw down. It's like, open the door. Yeah, I'm glad, like, one horror movie addressed that chainsaws just don't always start right away. Exactly. Like in, like, the new Texas Chainsaw movie where a chainsaw oh, sat in a yeah. wall for decades and starts on the first pool. 
And I don't give a shit if you want to come at me with the... Well, the subtitle said tinkering noises uh, first, so he poured something... No, fuck you, it would not work. What kind of tinkering are you doing? But anyway, uh, Allie leaves. The next day, TC is looking for the pervert boys, and it's like, okay, and he has like people helping him search and everything, and Allie lies to Molly here and said, so you like Sean, huh? Well, he's a lousy lay anyway. You two will be perfect for each other. And this makes her very sad, and it's a straight-up lie. What's well, another one of those things, like, have you had sex with him yet? And she's like, it's none of your business. It's like, well, that's a no. It's like, what's in your business? <laughs> and she's in the room crying. Angela asks her what's going on. Molly tells her, so we know who her next victim is. Well, because Angela's immediately like, you and that boy break up? Yeah, exactly. Like, she's going to go after the boy at first, I think. Yeah. But we cut to Allie fucking another boy in the woods. Oh. Like, okay, thanks. You clean up. Also, and she leaves. The, neither one of them look like they're having any kind of a good time. He looks like he's in pain. And she looks like it's like almost, I don't want to do this, but it's just like, she's a, fuck, what, I forget what it's called, but where you're just obsessed with sex, where you just like can't get enough a nymphomaniac? of it. Yeah, like uh, David Duchovny is one, like from X-Files. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, well, he but yeah, he goes to like uh, well, he did. He went to like sex rehab. <laughs> oh shit! He's like in pain because it's not even. He's just like, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> and then, I think this is one of those scenes that I was talking about earlier, like where that actor was actually underage. So for all the thrusting scenes and everything like that, it's an extra in there, like body oh. double, and then like. Or it's just his face, it's his face. That makes sense, okay. And it's also, she, like, gets off of him, and is like, wow, that was amazing. You don't have AIDS, do you? He's like, what? No! She's like, okay, good. I think that's a question you ask before you jump on top of him. Typically, yeah, if you're concerned about it, you'd address that first. Because what if he's like, oh yeah, full-blown! <laughs> but she gets back to her cabin, and there's a note on the mirror from Sean... <laughs> Quote, to meet at the abandoned cabin at five. So the other guy is still like dripping out of her, and she's like, "Sean, I'm coming." <laughs> <laughs> like Sean is like about to go do, it, and he's like, "What the fuck? No!" <laughs> she goes there, and there's no Sean. She's just about to leave, and Angela opens the door. Yeah, and she opens the door, has a knife. Uh, she turns her back to Angela. Angela, like, stabs her in the back a few times, but it's almost like she punched her. Because, like, in two seconds, it, she doesn't even act like she's stabbed anymore. Dude, when you're facing down whatever she's facing down here, <laughs> I wouldn't be thinking about the back wound anymore, either. It's like, what's down there? Shit! That's right, because you're a shitty person. What else is down there? Piss! That's right, because you pissed your life away with all this fornication. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she has her in the, after she stabs her, she has her in an outhouse, like, facing down a toilet. And she's like, what else is in there? I don't know. Well, I guess you're gonna have to find out. <laughs> and throws her into the outhouse, like, porta potty thing. She goes down, and she comes back up, and there's fucking leeches on her. Why are there leeches in the outhouse? Well, because then she even makes some kind of, uh remark of like there's also leeches because you're a leech of a person or something like Ooh, that after she pops back up and she has leeches on just leeches for a leech like you leeching off the kindness and goodwill of everyone else around you <laughs> <laughs> and she has like a broom and she keeps like pushing her back in <laughs> yeah and then it's like she's down there for like two seconds and then it's like okay she's dead yeah 
I mean, I just give up the will to live at that moment, too. Yeah, or unless you're like uh, like Steve-O. You're like, yeah, man, I'm about to get paid a lot of money. This is going to be in the new movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, he's done nasty stuff with porta potties and leeches. Perfect. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, the leech on the eyeball. That one always got me more yeah. than like half the stuff they do. For some reason, that one is always like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that night in the rec room, they're all the kids are talking about Camp Arawak, and they still can't remember Peter's girl name. Like his his boy name was Peter. What was the other name? They can't think of it still. Back in the cabin, this one girl comes home early, and she's talking to Andrew. She's like, "The weirdest thing happened. I called Mary, and her mom answered. I asked if she was there, and she said she was still at camp. And I'm like, "Well, that's weird." And then I called uh phoebe and her mom said the same thing and she just i don't think she's actually accusing angela though here like i don't think she's figured that out no and no it's almost like just letting you know it's like she's a gossip just like this is what i know and i love angela immediately goes to like okay i need to find a weapon of like she goes over to the radio and acts like she's gonna hit her over the head and it's like no it's not good enough she picks up like a brush brushes her hair real quick she like has a coat coat hanger it's like no, that's too late for this one. And then... <laughs> All while the other girl's still going on. It's great. You see her, like, pretending to smash her head with the radio. She shakes her head no. She's moving around the room. It's kind of the best. I was talking to uh, the one girl's brother. Then the dad got on the phone, and I explained it to him. Then the mom got on the phone, and I don't like her. And I didn't want to talk to her because she cheats on her husband, and she's an alcoholic, and da-da-da-da-da. And she's just like will not stop and then finally she's like and i called the short sisters and at this point angela's grabbed a guitar string and it's like you know what you talk too much and strangles her yeah that's another kill right there and then she doesn't know what to do with the body because this time it's in the cabin and people are gonna come back and she locks the door and she's like dragging the body out she has it in her like little area she has her in the window she's trying to push her out but then the girl like undoes the lock and gets in yeah and the girl's like this isn't the cabin's not supposed to be locked i'm gonna go tell it's like you sound worse than angela does half the time (laughs) angela walks outside and some boys have rigged up a trap to dump water on her and (laughs) splashes her and she's all mad. It's the peeping Tom boys, right? Yes. And yeah, she's all like, oof, uh, god damn it. And like walks right back into the cabin. It's like, it's just the real quick scene of, get, I guess, to like, oh, it's camp hijinks. Like we have to throw some more in there. To, oh yeah, remember we're at camp. Which I appreciate. It really sets like the tone for this movie. It make, That's what makes it feel like such a summer movie. Like these kind of things. Yeah. The other girl comes back in. She's stabbed right away. Quick, easy. You're out. Molly comes back, and all the beds are empty except for hers, and Angela's there. She's like, I had to send them all home. It's just you and me now. I would walk right out that door, even if I didn't suspect murder or anything. Like, yeah, no. I'm walking home. Something's weird. Also, like, you're okay, but I don't want to just hang out with you. (laughs) Yeah, this is weird. That night, she's laying there. She's having this weird slow-mo montage nightmare. And I love when it gets to the song. I'm a happy camper. I love this And it's all, like, slowed down and weird and distorted as it flashes back to, like, a lot of the kills that have already happened. And the color is being real weird, too. It looks like the acid trip scene from Mandy. Yes, yes. 
Next morning, she's in Uncle John's office. Her and TC's like, you're fired. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, I told you not to send anyone home without talking to me first. Like, you're fired. You're out of here. It's like, is there anything I can do, please? And she, he's like, no, I want you out by lunch. Yeah, and you know what? Like, because I don't know if they send a kid home, do they have to refund the kids? Like, family? Or, like, how does that work? But still, like, you're not going to get any of them back next year, even if they were alive. Exactly. And stuff like that. Yeah, even if you don't have to refund the money, you know they're not going to come back next year, so you're there goes a repeat customer. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to talk. You're going to lose business. Yeah, you can't have this. This is not an employee uh, camp counselor of the week, I'll tell you that. No, we're going to go to Camp Crystal Lake. We heard that one's a lot better. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Something bad happened there. Camp Forest Green. Yes, yes that sounds lovely. <laughs> She tells Molly she's crying. He's like, oh, I gotta go get ready. I have to be out of here at lunch. Molly goes to Sean. He's like, you gotta come with me to help cheer Angela up. They go where they're talking to her. Angela's sitting outside the abandoned cabin crying. Molly's talking to her. Sean just aimlessly wanders into the cabin. And Molly, what's he gonna say? Oh, wait, you can't. It's locked. But the door just opens. And then Angela, because she's legitimately sad about being fired, didn't notice that first. She's like, wait, no! And Sean walks into the body room. Yeah, where he walks in and does the thing where he, like, faces the one wall. And is, like, doesn't look around immediately. And he's like, oh, what's that smell? And then he turns around and is like, bodies! And this is another one where she hits him in, like, the head with a log. So gently. And he just falls over. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I wonder if, like, you actually walked into a room full of bodies. The first thing I feel like you would notice would be the smell, because I feel like your brain wouldn't even be programmed to register. That's a real body. Yeah. Right there. You know what I mean? Why are there all these dummies in this room? No, I don't think it'll take as long for you to go, oh, what's that smell? But I feel like you wouldn't notice the smell before it really registered in your brain. Oh, that's a bunch of dead people. Yeah. Like you said, she knocks him out, and she ties up Molly, and then they hear TC outside yelling. And he breaks in, and she just dumps car battery acid on his face. And then she goes, would you like a second cup? I love that line so much. <laughs> TC's, like, breaking into the cabin, and he's like, his, like, mullet is, like, swooshing in the air. And there's also a great callback from earlier where he's going over, like, all the stuff that's missing from the camp. And he's like, the battery from my car. And everyone's laughs, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, I knew your battery would come in handy at some point. Yeah, I didn't expect... I thought that was legit, like, camper hijinks. Like, I didn't realize that would come into play later. Yeah. He's dead. And then, uh, Sean, it clicks in his head. He goes, I know who you are. Go to the angel of death. Angela! <laughs> she just, like, does not like this at all. She goes, I'm completely cured. Yeah, because they're like, how did you get this job? It's like, oh, I have um, really great references from doctors and psychiatrists and... <laughs> Yeah, and then she's talking, she's like, I went through electroshock, I went through, she's just naming all this stuff that she went through. Sean was talking about, like, my dad said the day he put the cuffs on you was a great day and was so mad the day you got out, and something like that, and he pisses her off to the point she just chops off his head. Well, yeah, why are you gonna be like, oh, I'm tied up and the killer's right there? Oh yeah, my dad is the one that arrested you originally. Like, that's not gonna bode well for you. Yeah, she lops his head off, and this looks bad. There's no way around it. This looks really bad. The head looks terrible. It's a whole different, like, color. It's, like, tan or something. It's, like, 
a envelope color kind of thing and it's like really it's really quick but it looks terrible it's worse than johnny in the uh night of the living dead remake when the uh bill mosley is falling and it cuts to a dummy bouncing off a grave and then it cuts back to bill mosley laying there <laughs> <laughs> but i love molly kind of comes back too and she goes molly Look who's on TV! And Sean's head is placed inside the busted out TV. And she's talking about, like, canned food. It's like, even when you're sad, you gotta eat. I wish they could can french fries and make them healthy. I'm a french fry nut. (laughs) Yeah, she's still being weird and chipper, which makes it even scarier. She leaves for a minute and brings back another dead camper that she just killed. She's like, hey, the Shoot Sisters are here. Come join the party. Yeah. (laughs) Molly breaks free and knocks out Angela with her own KO branch that she always uses, and runs through the woods, and we get the woods chase that kind of goes on for a really long time. Yeah, and it's like, it's an hour and 20 minute movie, but it seems like they had to pad out some extra time to get it to that point. Because there's like, the whole running through the woods part, of where like, she runs up to a tree, the exact same tree that Angela's standing right beside, and she pops out, then they chase her more... (laughs) I'm so glad you brought up the tree thing, because that bugged me too. There are hundreds of trees in the woods. She takes a breather right at the tree that Angela is hiding and behind. Angela's not even hardly hiding. She's just kind of standing there. And just like, it's almost like a look on her face of like, are you kidding me? But Angela has her cornered like backing her over this like, not ledge, it's not like a cliff or anything, just a small drop off off of a big rock. And Molly falls backwards onto some rocks and she's dead. Well, we, th- uh believe yeah, she's dead. Uh, for story purposes for now she's dead right because <laughs> yeah angela goes walking away and she i think she even says something like i like that one yeah um angela's replacement counselor who's going to be taking over finds the dead peeping tom boys and like they're literally stuck looking in a window and she pulls them back and like aren't there like faces missing or something their like eyes are missing and their like throats are cut it's like shit like that and then she's like oh my god i better run and tell uncle john and then like runs into the room his hands on the phone but is cut off Oh, yeah, and uh, TC is hung there in the corner, too. Yeah, and it looks like he has, like... Is that TC? I don't think that's TC. I don't... No, I think that's that's the one one that uh, the slutty girl slept with in the woods and was like, you have AIDS? Oh, okay. He's hung in the corner, and she's freaking out and everything. And at this moment, Molly wakes up. Do we see Angela get the replacement counselor? I don't remember. Yeah, because I believe it's a quick stab kind of thing. It's nothing... Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Molly wakes up, and she gets to the road, and at this point, we cut back to Angela, and she's riding in the <laughs> truck with this lady in a pickup truck wearing a cowboy hat, and Angela can't stand her. It's, she's annoying her, so she just kills her. It's basically Ethel from Friday the 13th Part 5, of like, Wee-hoo! I do love me a smoke! Uh, I'm too dumb to fuck, and I'm too... And I'm too fat to drink and all this different shit and it's like whoo i do love a cigarette and angel's like will you crack the window like yeah we all got our vices (laughs) yeah angela doesn't like vices she kills her molly stops she sees a vehicle coming she flags it down and angela pulls up where the cowboy had like yeehaw partner or something (laughs) (laughs) there's a scream and then credits right did you catch the post credit scene? Oh, no. 
It's just, I think it's a scene from before, but it's just her poking her head in the cabin and says, Good night, campers. Oh, nice. And that's Sleepaway Camp 2 on Happy Campers. Oh, always a good time. You want to have fun just with a movie and not take it too seriously? This is one of the best ones. Oh, for sure. Where do you rank this? Like, how do you rank the movies? Uh, Where do you put it? See, it's like... Let's let's say the ones we've seen. We won't count four. Oh, that's so hard. Yeah, well, I have to put Sleepaway Camp 1 first. Now, I would think I would do two, then return, then three. I think I go exact release order. I go one, two, three, four. Okay. Three and four are almost on that same level, too. And honestly, one and two are almost on that same level, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, even, like, how little of a story there is in Sleepaway Camp 2, there's even less in part three. (laughs) Well, no, three tries to tackle some big issues. (laughs) Like, talking about, like, classism and racism and it's all adults at the camp for some reason. It's so weird. And Angela's posing as someone else. It's (laughs) a weird time. And they keep mentioning, like, her age. Like, you look a lot older than you are, or, like, you say you are. It's like, oh, yeah, I had a really hard life. I was into some drugs. Yeah, which is just hilarious for Angela to be saying. Yeah. But, yeah, that's about my ranking, too. All right, Count of the Dead. Yes, this goes into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right, I'm going to throw a disclaimer on my Count of the Dead, Brett. Oh, no. Because there's some things that don't add up, right? Because I noticed in the cabin, there's, like, dead bodies of people that we haven't seen. So, like, I don't know, does that mean from before the movie and stuff like that? So it gets a little wonky, so that's just me throwing that out there. So where do you think we're at? On my count of Sleepaway <laughs> Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. I, bel- I won't hold this one against you if you don't get it, because there was some weird stuff like that. Th- that is one where they cut to different scenes sometimes, and I'm trying to count the people. I'm pretty sure I got 16. You're going 16? Yeah. Holy shit, it's been a fucking minute. You got nice. it. Nice. Fuck yeah. Oh, what a great day. It's, I, I got so tired. I'm like, oh, do I even want to keep doing Count of the Dead <laughs> at this point? This makes me happy. I'm always off oh, by good. one. <laughs> Oh, this makes me feel pretty good about myself right now. It's like this one in Sleepaway Camp 3. She kills the entire camp. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) dies. Even at the very end, they have to show, throw in there. It's like, oh, we haven't killed the old man yet. We've killed him too. Well, I think, I don't think she killed all the boys. I think there's more boy campers that got away. Okay. Just by body count, I'm thinking. Like, I think she didn't get all of them, just the ones that have personally irked her. They're, they're just too proud, or, uh, pre-organ or whatever by the panties. They're just like, oh my god, it's girls' panties! They've been staring at the them preoccupied. for days. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that one guy, this, it, look up the panty raid scene and just see what I'm talking about. The one guy <laughs> standing there cheering, panty raid! As he throws his hands in the air. He's having the time of his life. Imagine the feelings this guy goes through once he realizes everyone's dead and he just, he had his highest high and his lowest low so close together. <laughs> It's like looking back and now it's some weird like fetish he has or something of like, indeed, there needs to be death. <laughs> or like he, like when he's married, he needs his wife to never wear underwear because he thinks everyone will die. Yeah, like, like it just messes him up so bad. He's terrified of underwear. Like she walks in on his aniv- on their anniversary in like some sexy lingerie and he's like, Uh, well, every week, Greg does his count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. And I do my ratings from Dimension Z. Oh, 
I'm not gonna sing the song. I was gonna do that instead of lightning. Oh, I like ratings from Dimension Z. They make me very happy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um. So basically, I take something from the movie and I rate it one through ten. One being the worst and ten being the best. I won't come up with that thing until right now. I'm trying to think what would be good for this movie. Camp activities. Okay. Like, yeah, that works. You go to a. I've never went to like a sleepaway camp or anything, or one of those camps that your parents send you away to for the summer. I never went to one of those, but I'm guessing I've watching enough of these movies. I can think of a few things that might have been done there. Okay. Yeah, I, I went to one before. Oh, how actually is it? It was fun when I was a kid. You know, I enjoyed myself. You, there was no people in hockey masks or killer counselors when I was there, but. And is it like the stuff of like, okay, today we're swimming, today we're hiking? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's very much like that. And then you have the fires and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty spot on. Okay. So I'm going to say a number one camp activity, the worst kind, is like, you know that there's going to be some weird thing of like, they try to make chores fun of like, oh, we all have to clean up together, but you get a badge for it. It's like, I don't want your fucking clean up badge. Fair. A number 10 activity, and I'm thinking what I would enjoy the most. And I love going to the lake. So I'm like, I'm swimming in the lake. I'm boating around. I'm out there with a six-pack in the woods with the Schultz sisters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to give Sleepaway Camp to Unhappy Campers. Seven camp activities out of ten. It's Honestly, it is a shitty movie. But every single time I watch it, I have a great time. <laughs> It's a shitty movie that is better than some Oscar winning winning movies, if you get what I mean. Oh yeah, I yeah, I was pointing out like that head's awful. I'm like <laughs> they can't get the attack and the gore to line up. Some of the acting's weird. I love it. It's yeah. so fun. Oh, I would much rather watch this than like World War Z. Of like I saw it one time and was like yawn, boring. Yeah, I saw one. It was the same thing. So I'm like, I don't feel bad that I watched it, but. Okay. I'm not going to seek it out. It's not like Sleepaway Camp 2 that I watch it like three times a year. Yes. Um, this movie, holy shit, Brett. We are lining up on everything. We both could count. Well, you got Count of the Dead. Same count. I went seven camp activities out of ten. Nice. So, pretty solid rating for it then. That's what we both agree on. That's what it is. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. All right. Be before we go, even though Brandon says at the end, I'm going to throw it out here. We made a Facebook a long time ago, and I always said ads there if you guys want it. We never did anything with it. We actually do stuff on there now. We post the show, fun memes, and stuff like that. So if you are on Facebook, go ahead and look us up. We're actually starting to use it a little bit now. Right, and that's where you'll also be able to see, like, I wonder what they're going to do next week. Well, that's where it'll post on. Yeah, and also we have Twitter. Make sure to follow us there, Instagram, TikTok. Do all that stuff. Uh, intern Corey is hard at work updating that all the time. Yes. Uh, did you enjoy the TikTok I did for Predator with the fart song? I did not, dude. I did the room, and I didn't complain about it. I tried to treat it seriously and everything. I want this movie for a year. Oh, I'm going to put poop sounds on it. I was hurt. It's like, do, 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 do. I was like, what's the worst song I can find? I told Anna, I'm like, I'm not picking any more movies. I'm done. Brett picks the rest of them. I forgot how mad I was at you about that until right now. I was wondering. Good job. I was wondering if you had seen it or not. <laughs> no, I saw it. I'm like, Brett's an asshole. What the fuck? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, unless you got anything else, man. No, man, that's it. This is a fun one. I, I kind of want to just watch three right away now and just marathon it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, two and three are, like, perfect back-to-back. -back. Like, you have a whole evening. Just have fun. You know what? 
I mean, I'm sure we'll do it, so I won't spoil too much. But, like, just that opening at 3 is so fun for me. Yeah. Like, unless you know, oh, we're back in it. But that's all. Exactly. So, yeah, go ahead, watch. Do a marathon if you want. It's summertime, people. Uh, keep an eye on social media. We'll let you know what we're doing next week. Exactly. And we hope that Sleepaway Camp 2 Unhappy Campers has left your brain throbbing with horror. Do you like throbbing with horror? Their early shows were a little too avant-garde for me, but I hear if you follow them on the social media, they do terrific work. You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes their show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? <laughs> hey, Paul!